Yeah, like, like my good friend Maurizio would say, disaster. Turin Giants podcast, number 198. Uh, my name is Farhad. I'm the host that loves you most. I am joined by my good friend and now a famous YouTuber on our YouTube channel, Dave. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Uh, let's go with the almost famous for now. Uh, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So uh, I, I, people, people are joining. Please join our YouTube page that's growing and putting out more and more content. It's only going to get uh, going to get bigger. All the content's flying at you now, so definitely check it out. We got all different kinds, different formats. So yeah, at least give yeah. it a, a good look. You, you guys don't understand how hard Dave and, and Kevin and Nilesh are working, especially Dave, because he's that he's the guy. Uh, the uh, oh, I forgot the word, but anyways, but the man in the box, control. He's <laughs> mission control. control. <laughs> he's mission control of the Turin Giants YouTube division. But we wanted to put out a quick video, uh, quick video, quick audio of the reaction to, unfortunately, second loss, 2-1 in a row uh, to Benfica. Obviously, the reactions are pouring in. There's, it's, it's panic time, I feel like. Let me just read you a quick tweet. This was, um, this was Allegri's reaction to the draw, I believe, when he said the important match. This was on... September 3rd, just for reference. The important match is the one when Benfica at home. We will prepare for the PSG game well. They didn't. Uh, because it's an important one. But for us, the game against Benfica will count more. It didn't. 2-1 yeah. at home. Easily. They're running circles around us. Dave, you, 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 you feel mad as a Juve supporter, right? Uh, it's one of those, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And that's supposed to hurt more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm going for more for that effect where I'm just like, I feel let down. But are you disappointed, though? Because by me, I noticed, you know what, 20 minutes to go, the expectations were way low. We, unfortunately, not the type of team who would come back from a, from a you know, one goal deficit to come back and win. At this point, is unfortunately not, a, not even a dream. Yeah, there's always hope. As a fan, I always try to have hope, it's but... True. It uh, it wasn't looking too good, and I don't know. It was it wasn't great. It wasn't great great to watch, and uh, you kind of go in a dark place there, just trying to power through the last twenty minutes. Yeah, it's tough. First ten minutes were good though, right? Remember that? Yeah, remember I do. I do 10, remember that. <laughs> exciting, exciting minutes, and then we just sat back, absorbed the pressure, uh, and to me, a coach that goes, "Okay, we're one up at home. We're we're good." Uh, that's just that's a that's a problem. Yeah. First, my first my first um, reaction, uh, my first Allegri out was last week, uh, or 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 this weekend. And we were all case. surprised. Like I think the whole community was surprised because you're not just yeah, the one to right. jump on that bandwagon. No, I mean Allegri out for life. I mean <laughs> we are we are done. <laughs> you know he he's Allegri is a big proponent of play ugly win. But we're not even getting that anymore. I think we can all agree, right? The the, the losses have become we, we haven't we haven't even drawn in this Champions League yet. Lost both games. We are winless in like five or something like that. Something terrible. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, where to go? Where, where do we go from here, right? Uh, man, so I had, and I know this is a little negative thinking, and I get that, and I always want the best for my team. But going into this Champions League, I was like, you know, we're probably going to hit third. 
and that's going to be a first in I think it's over a decade. But it's been a long time, regardless. And we were going to slot into the into the Europa League, and then we would dominate the Europa League, like we were. I don't know, maybe a Man United that they've done a couple times, for instance, right? I but I don't have know. You the, have you seen Europa League lately? I uh, I usually don't pay too much attention it to was, it. It was a rhetorical question. They just <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a hell of a competition, man. Yeah, you know it's there's it you know, is. If we go if we go there with Allegri, which I'm literally just googling things and 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 trying to to see. I, I don't think they'll fire him yet, but who knows, right? The the reaction. I mean the social media on Juve's page right now is, I mean the, the comments and reactions including it's mine get, it's getting bad and I, I saw a bad omen because I follow F1 as well Ferrari um, mm-hmm. and John Elkin is the, the stadium, right? sorry uh, the driver was at the stadium today taking pictures with Pogba oh I didn't even notice that I, I'm not surprised because yeah there's uh, Buffon was actually there at the race on the weekend but uh, John Elkin is the chairman for Ferrari as well and the look on his face was disastrous. Yeah. So is that a bad omen? Because Ferrari well, we, and Juventus we, are both doing bad. We, we spoke about it. Uh, by the way, t- uh, direct people towards the latest video on YouTube, and then we'll, we'll kind of take it from there. Who did you interview? And you, you had a great guest. Uh, big ups to you reaching out to these YouTubers who, who you know, help us promote the brand a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. That was uh, Rabona TV, or Adrian's his name. Uh, he showed up on Monday to pre-match Benfica, uh, the match that literally just happened. We're coming in pretty hot afterwards. Uh, he predicted the score. Just ended. Yeah, and he did predict the score correctly, and he's a Benfica fan. Uh, he's pretty non-biased, uh, if you haven't watched great any dude. of his stuff. He's, yeah, he, he is a great dude. Definitely check him out, Rabona TV. And yeah, it was just a good hour and a half or so, uh, just talking Juve Benfica and just getting to just getting into the teams and the tactics and have a good time. So definitely check that out. That was a, that was a really good time. Yeah, he's a really good dude. Um, yeah, hell of a predictor too, man. He, he said 2-1 is the score. It's just sad thing is that teams and fans are no longer afraid of Juve. And even coming to Juve, you know, we, we may have been a little weaker away at times in the last nine, 10 years or so, but home was always our fortress in the last couple of years. It's just not, not it anymore. It doesn't even take a really big team to beat us at home anymore. No disrespect to Benfica. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are a big enough team, obviously they're, they have uh, quite the history. I mean, absolutely. No, I'm not. Yeah. They're, <laughs> I, I would even say it was that small a team, but still a team, I suppose that many of us expected to beat. On any given night, especially at home, and that's the well, point. Oh, let's talk. I, mean, I know Sam is going to be. By the way, are we looking out for Sam? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're joining us a little bit. So let's, say, let's Sam get some around. thoughts out of the way because there's, <laughs> there's no talking after Sam joins. No. So basically, first couple, first ten minutes were were amazing. The stadium was uh, was was rocking, singing, uh, and then just you know sat back again, absorbed the pressure. Somebody, uh, Saeed from Juventus fan club of. Los Angeles, he mentioned that if you play games in your domestic league with this tempo as as we play, there's just no way you're coming to Europe and you're 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 lasting 90 minutes. It's it all adds up. I feel like I feel like the boys are just not hard uh, working hard enough. There's there was plenty of walking on the field throughout the game. 
uh, they can't keep up with these young dudes from, from Europe anymore. It's, uh, preparation is definitely a big problem. Uh, Quadrado, Bonucci are walking, uh, walking throughout the field. But people are turning on Quadrado. There was a, in yeah. the beginning of Quadrado's career with Juve, he was quite disliked because he wasn't a really smart player. And then kind of Quadrado became that, you know, Demi-Juve legend. Yeah, uh, semi semi legend, and he's he's falling off hard again. He's just uh, so he, overused, he, and he's he's not young. He's exhausted. I mean, I'm yeah. exhausted looking at him. And there's it's it's not <laughs> a knock against him. It's just he's overused. Choose to play him. Um, so w- going back to, um, I've had a lot of coffee. Because, so. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough, perhaps. Uh, what you, you you look like Julian from uh, uh, Trailer Park Boys over there? Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, a cool story about that, um, just as a side note, I actually had his glass. It broke only a few months ago. I had it for years. Uh, my wife, his glass? the glass early in the season in the trailer park boys, he always walks around with the glass, right? No, I know. I know. But yeah. I had his glass. I had one of his, his glasses. Actual... Yeah. Oh, because wow. my wife spent a few years and I ended up moving there for a bit too. Uh, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia is where they're from. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, and I actually run in, ran into him at the post office one time too. Yeah, it's like a very small town kind of vibe. So, That's um, awesome. yeah, I wish I still had that glass today. It was right. it was my favorite. <laughs> All right, Julian. That's your new name, yeah. Julian. So, I look uh, like crap today because I don't have to be on video. Yeah, you look like a Canuck for sure, man. <laughs> uh, you're like, tell me you're Canadian without being Canadian. <laughs> um, so going back to Adrian from Robona TV. Oh, actually, Dash. I'm sorry, I forgot. Forgot about Dash. Dash yeah, of course, Dash. 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 Dash is my co- co-host is coming in with the technicals. He's yeah, he's a big part of the the YouTube, uh, uh, Turin Giants YouTube as well. He's he's our technical guru, and he actually mentioned that if anybody steps in and fires Allegri, it has to be Elkan. Yeah, uh, because essentially that's his money. And we're, oh, we owe a lot of money to Allegri if, if he does get fired. Was it 12 I think it's 36. Oh, 12 a year, I guess, yeah. I yeah. mean, just, just listen to this. 12. So you're, saying, you're sitting in your car or you're sitting at home, you're working out or something. Imagine your salary for your hard work. And I'm sure we've got a lot of hardworking UBA fans here in the, in the audience. And imagine Allegri gets paid $12 million for this, for you to yeah. be upset and for you to be mad oh, right now. You just put into so, perspective for all of us right now. I mean, I mean, that's, you, it's below, you it's below my mind a little. <laughs> you, you couldn't do worse, right? Like as a coach right now, you, you would lose, <sighs> but you'll still be kind of the same. So it's basically. I want to think that I would take the Ted Lasso approach and just be kind of a goofball and let the guys go and see what happens. All right. I don't know if Juve needs a goofball right now, but hey, okay. we're, we're Well, that's how I roll, Sam. man. Just big old goofball. There's Sam. Sam. Sam, Sam the man. The Canadian Hammer. I'm joined by a bunch It's good of to be back. Today. What's up, buddy? What's going on? Uh, we're just, just chatting. Just chatting about the... the I, I was just saying how you work hard on your money, for your money, if you're listening to this podcast. And imagine getting paid 12 million euros for running a team like this, right? Just a little, little perspective as much as far as Allegri's um, salary goes. It's good to see you too. Fuck, we're we're going right into it, right in, right into the deep end. <laughs> first half, Bob. I've sworn already. You're, yeah. you're late, bro. <laughs> okay. What the, what the Welcome fuck, back, buddy. Boys. I know you were 
in Italy on I'm vacation Canadian, for a bro. while. It's what we do. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to see uh, both your faces. Um, 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 so you guys have been putting out uh, content. It's been it's been great to see. I, I yes, actually sir. tuned in to some of the uh, some of the uh, some of the pods while I was overseas. So so nice. thanks for keeping us all sane. Is that how much Allegri's on? Is it twelve million euro a year? I think that's what it works out. I thought it was thirty six million. It would be hilarious if that's a wrong figure. Twelve but, out but of the coffers. 12 out of the Juve coffers, he may, and he probably, what, nets nine? Is that what it is through some tax loophole? Because yeah. we always hear about like net salaries in Italy that are, that are, uh, that are, um, that are grossed, which I know sounds weird because gross, it's the, what they net. We, we, we always hear, you know, when you hear he's on six million a year in Italy, that means he nets six million. Well, what the what club pays out is probably even more, which is even more upsetting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it does say about, nine. How, how far into this are we? How far into this are we? Where are we at? What have we been, uh, we're we been 12, saying over here? We're what 12 was? minutes. We want to keep this very tight and, you know, all about the game. Uh, what are your thoughts? First 10 minutes, coke fueled. Next 80 <laughs> minutes are just a Allegri heroin binge. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> Uh, the opioid crisis. He's just buying right on in. It's like he's from. Uh, it's like he's from the Midwest. Miretti's not. I, having, I don't know, man. Miretti didn't have a good game either. That's that's upsetting. Look, so we're twelve minutes in. So I, I'm going to go off on a limb here and assume that we've already said all the things that I'm thinking. That I that I that I uh, that I kind of wrote down as the game was happening, knowing that we'd be doing awesome. this post game, and I would need to come at you guys with. A couple of ideas, but I'm sure you guys have already said that this is the worst Juve team in 12 years. This is the worst we've looked since 2010. It's a terrible team. I'm sure you guys have also said that uh, the fact that you go out and acquire a couple of names doesn't do a whole lot if there's no cohesion. Now, these are buzzwords, but it's true. Um, it's great that we've kept the likes of Fagioli and, and, and Miretti and not loaned them out, you would think, on paper. But then when you play them, maybe Allegri's right in that experience does matter to a degree or maybe they're simply and you know perhaps it's too young perhaps it's too early and perhaps they're too young to really make a a, a sweeping claim on them particularly in the case of Miretti who's much younger but maybe they're just not good enough uh, who knows we won't know for a few years but the point is like Allegri does watch them often he does get a feel on who's ready and who's not it's not like any of them have been wonder kids since they've come in um they've looked competent you know they have the technical ability to play at the level which is exciting and it gets us going and it gets our dicks up. But at the end of the day, when you have to throw them into a Champions League game, it's not quite yeah. It's not quite enough, is it? Right? There has to be some kind of level of bite. There has to be some kind of some kind of ability to actually do something concrete and 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 you know, is are they victims of the system? Perhaps. But it's not enough to just start young players. It's not. I was actually thinking that after the game at the weekend which was a whole other mess, which we don't have to get into. And we should have won it. We did, really. Uh, we shouldn't have also put ourselves in that position. But that's, yeah, it's, it's so funny. It was a whole I was, other thing. But I, was, but I was watching Miretti and noticing that, oh, that's his first mistake in Juve colors. And then penalty came right after. So first two mistakes of his young Juve It's career. fine. It's, it's, it's fine. That's such an innocent well, it's mistake. It, it, it's it's, it's going to happen. But, yeah. but again, let's not pretend that starting him is going to be you know, is the be all end all and that we have a guy who's going to be winning a Ballon d'Or in 2 years because he's young and Italian and he's from Piemonte is he from Piemonte I don't know he but he's yeah he's local he looks you know he he is local I'm pretty right. sure he is. Yeah. we think we have another Claudio Marchisio right <laughs> we we romanticize these ideas and then you throw him in and you know we we forget that Claudio Marchisio was on Lona Empoli and he really only came into the fray at like 22 right so 
I think this is all relevant. I think it's all important to kind of bear this in mind. Um, there has to be a lot more to, that goes into winning or, or competing than just throwing names on that, that you've recently signed or that you've brought through your academy. Do you guys mind seeing. if I mention a name? The team has played with the least cohesion that it has in 12 years. I want to mention a name that throughout the game, I was kind of watching him, uh, Bonucci. Bonucci first came on my radar when he started arguing with Jean, uh, Mar Ma uh, Mario. I know he's an ex-Inter player, hasn't, hasn't played in a long time, but he celebrated the penalty, you know, putting his hand up to the ear and, you know, pointing at Kurasud. But, you know... Just, you know, that's, that's going to happen. And that's fine. That's just, you know, it's, it's, not, a re it's, you know, it's not a reason for Bonucci to mis misplace his anger. His anger should have been, hey, let me grab that ball out of the net. That's almost ripped the net. That was a beautiful penalty. You grab the ball, you rally your troops on. You're the captain. There's no reason you should be f kind of fake fighting with another player who's, who's just celebrating the ball. And he's looking at Bonucci like, what? what what's the problem here? Go You're, you just conceded a goal. Get the F out of my face. That's basically what, what he's telling him. So like this... This fake bravado, this fake machismo by Bonucci, and then we see the goal that Neda scored with the signature Bonucci ballet moves. This this is where your anger should be pointing towards. I really, there was there was. Listen, it would be unfair of me to say that he didn't do okay. There was a lot of clearances, a lot of balls that he he recovered. But uh, I'm actually looking at the highlights again right now. That that. Uh, Millie goal was beautiful too. Yeah, I was pretty far for a header. Uh, beautiful delivery by Paredes. He's been okay, actually. Paredes has been improving more and more. What do you guys think of him? He's up and he down. Do it all on his own. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, he makes mistakes, but he's trying real hard, and he's getting the outlet pass a lot more than the last guy. So I'll take him for now. Yeah, he's kind of gotten thrown into the fire though. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's come into the season without a training camp. I mean, he, he had a preseason with another club, but he wasn't part of any of the planning in the month of July and August. He gets thrown in after the season has started. Granted, we haven't lost in Serie A, right? But, you know, we've got a tough Champions League group on our hands. We haven't, you know, it's not like we've won all the points that we can have that we could have at the point of his arrival. It's been the case since then, but it's not like he arrived in this, in this well-oiled machine that was kind of on autopilot, like, a you know, like a like a Ford labor line. <laughs> That's not well oiled. I, I don't know if you've been to one of those places. The unions. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Those slow, I studied labor relations. Those unions often just slow them down. Yeah. But no, I. Oh my god, I fell asleep. I like, like but again, it's not. It's not like he's coming into this. It's not like he's coming into the fray of of this, of this super well organized, just machine that that that's that's churning out success yeah. week in week out kind of like through sheer momentum which is what we saw for a few years and what we haven't seen for a few so he's coming in he's one of the i guess he's one of the midfielders now on the team that has the you know the biggest pedigree and the most expectation too because he's good on the ball he's creative and he's something new you know he's kind of everything that rabio we expect we expect him anyway paredes to, paredes to be everything that rabio was not right or so, so there's this weird pressure on him, right? To be like the creative guy who can like play a play a play a pass through the channel and and you know be do well on the turn. So maybe he feels like he has to do a whole lot. I don't know, but I 
I, I'm not convinced that it's going to be a very All right, let's read some, good, um, consistent season for him because of how it started. It feels like he's going to need to get settled in here a little bit. You know, he's kind I, of I think he's doing great. <laughs> um, I think he's doing exactly how he should be doing right now. So let's let's uh, give some shout outs. Uh, I didn't think I pointed you guys toward our socials, but basically just at Juve Podcast, at Turin Giants, everywhere on every app. So uh, uh, Zaki Stugatz, that's our, our buddy Z. Uh, he's, you know, basically commenting on the game. Style of play is unacceptable. No leadership. Misfiring on so many levels. Uh, Amit, another another GOAT listener. This is not Juventus. We cannot continue like this. Becoming more disastrous by the day. It is time. Hashtag. Come on, baby. <laughs> Allegri out. <laughs> uh, worked up pod. Another friend. Uh, problems to the point. Uh, pr- problems. To point as a re, I don't know, I don't even know what you wrote, man. Next time, wrote back, read back next time. Like Read these first. He's basically saying, with respect to mentality, who do you think takes the biggest blame for that? Allegri, leaders in the ro- in the locker room, or is it each player full, fully responsible for their own head? Hash, uh, P.S. I miss Kilini. <laughs> okay, well, th- there's a we got that's that's a lot that you've kind of thrown at us here. A few different points. I mean, all you know, people are allowed to feel how they feel. Is they're understandably upset. Chiellini definitely, um, you know, broken as he was physically, he definitely uh, was a calming influence that I think Buffon also provided, even when he was absolutely well past it. I mean, mm-hmm. we we saw in that season with was it Pirlo? Yeah, I think it was Pirlo's last year. I don't think did we even lose a match with Buffon or my dream. We might have lost one. We were near perfect with them. Like he had an amazing record. It was like there was like this weird, yeah, and it's not like he's a more athletic goalkeeper at 42 at the whatever age he was at the time than Wojtek Chesney, who was like 28, 29 at the time and who was, you know, still kind of in his physical prime. Different players, different goalkeepers, but still it was everything else, right? So maybe we do miss a little bit of that because look Farhad as you said, Bonucci's not that guy. Actually, you didn't say this, but I'm coming out and saying this. Kind of on the back of what you pointed out about the fact that Bonucci kind of had that fake machismo and you were saying, you know, it's not like him. I, I want to disagree with you slightly on that. I think he does that all the time. I think he does that more often than he should. And he's never been that guy to kind of lead a team on his own. I mean, we saw it at Milan. He was kind of brought in to be the guy that one season, that weird sabbatical that he did, and he kind of fell apart when he had to be the man. And he had all these kids that he had to lead. He's not. He's never been that guy. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, I don't know if it's because... He's an idiot, like in colloquial <laughs> day-to-day life. Like, like his, that like he, might be true. He doesn't seem like a very smart guy. I don't know. You know, but, but maybe if he's able to kind of channel you know, all his brain power into like a few specific facets of football, right? Or like the things that you're supposed to do. We saw him in the All or Nothing series, right? He does seem to kind of hold some of the younger kids accountable. Remember, he went a little bit nuts on Chiesa for like laughing in the dining room or something was it yeah okay there's a standard there but is there a very is there a is there a level of poise that he has is there a level of like you know like deep introspective thinking that he's able to kind of like bring to the table and 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 open up a discussion with his teammates about what i don't know i i really don't know i feel like well, he's not going to be the guy to lead us on his own he's just the, the de facto veteran right is what that's it all is. it is he's you know? the old guy he's the old yeah. guy yeah he's he's really slow he's becoming i mean that that First real chance Benfica had when they, when when the header went straight at Perin. By the way, pe- shout outs to Perin. Yeah. Honestly, after you know, despite I, I, the result, man, 
Oh, and Bedin, so and a few, there were a few good defensive plays, which is not good because you're, you're putting yourself in dangerous positions. They used to say about Paolo Maldini, he was so good because he would barely have to make a tackle a game. It's not that he couldn't, it's that he would be well positioned, right? We're having to make these heroic tackles, Bremet, Bonucci. It looks nice, but it's also like you're fucking up. You're putting yourself in shitty positions. There were good moments, right? You have to say like defensively, but... The fact that Perrin looks as good as he does is kind of bittersweet because he shouldn't be having to make some of the crazy saves that he's having to make mm-hmm. on clear shots where a guy can generate power from, uh, you know, an attempted finish in the box. Yeah. So he's sharp, but he, we shouldn't be having to see him do this all the time. Um, I, I really sorry. I had to get that out. No, it pissed me it, off whenever I saw. It's true. I see no, that, that's it's an excellent point, but it doesn't. Buffon the f- always lost his mind whenever he would make a heroic save. I like that That's Betty true, does yeah. that too, but yeah. Buffon used to lose his mind because you're not supposed well, to get the shot off. Buffon's so. nuts. Like, let's yes, be honest. I love him, but he's nuts. nuts. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, well, yeah I, you know, any goalkeeper should be. But again, like, you, you don't want to see that too often. You no. don't want to see that every game. We saw it fucking against Salernitana. We saw it against PSG last week. It's not good. No. So a couple more couple more comments here. I want I want people to be able to get their thoughts out too, you know. Uh, I posted a tweet, just ready to go. Uh, post your comments. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mike at Juventino MC. He's asking, what's the biggest problem at Juventus? And that's actually second question. That looks exactly like the first one. Uh, players' mentality, coaching, and injuries. I say it's coaching. I feel like... The, Jesus I, Christ. I feel yes. like a, a good coach is the heart of the team and a soul that can... I mean, just look at the greatest teams in history. Coaches, coaches, coaches are never separated from that group you know coach is part of the team and right now it just we, we have no heart we we got poor tactics uh yeah i i feel like it's on the and the personnel like doesn't feel complete coach. enough the, the personnel doesn't feel it doesn't feel like we have a a great ensemble cast Are you talking on the field or off working field? towards some collective gold no on the field i feel like we don't have this collect we don't have this cast that feels like this ensemble cast that feels like they're working toward a collective goal that they feel like they could achieve it feels a little bit like feels a little bit scattered, uh, you know, but that, that is the million dollar question that this guy's asking, right? That's why I kind of like fucking pondered it for a sec there, but Christ, it, it, I mean, what's the big issue? The, the big issue is we don't seem to win matches with these anymore. So that's, that's very surface level, but then you get into the why is that? We don't win matches anymore. Then there's a plethora of reasons. Like never mind win yeah. matches with whatever. We just, we haven't been winning matches at all. Correct. So here's Correct. a comment yes, from uh, Granite. He's saying that the first, person that should go is andrea agnelli hmm. let's see let's see what he says he's he hired yeah. what's that gonna do listen listen what's that gonna do i'm not done yet he's spending money he he hired paratici destroyed the team with him then he sacked pirlo who won two cups with that s defense uh uh s team and then he hires his friend allegri which destroyed the team furthermore and we are where we are now allegri out agnelli out Listen, I'm just i'm just can, I ask, him, can I ask you a question for boys i want to ask you guys a question i can't ask this twitter this Twitter contributor a question because he's not physically here with us, but let's kind of piggyback off that. And I'm going to throw a question to both you guys. What would you have done if you were Allegri? Uh, excuse me. What would you have done if you were Andrea Agnelli? Pardon me. Would you have not hired Allegri? Because we were all over the moon. We were we over the moon. It felt, <laughs> was, it felt actually, like the right move. I actually <laughs> so, remember, I remembered how me and Giovanni were like, you know, uh, tripleta first year we're, we're, we're doing it. It felt like the move. It felt like it the move. Like I wasn't convinced though. You know, let's not come after a, Let's come. Let's not come after Agnelli for hiring the guy that we all would have hired back because we all felt that we had to go back to our ex. Come on, yeah, Dave, do you agree? No, catfish big time. Like I agree that that's what happened, but I wasn't completely convinced. I was happy because I knew he was a good coach, or 
he was a good coach at least. Uh, and the, the options out there weren't necessarily great and they still aren't necessarily great. And, and that's just the problem. What do we do if we get rid of him? Who do we get? Is it Tuchel? Because, I mean, you're almost getting the same coach there. And how much are you spending to, to lose Allegri and then pay this next guy? So what do we do? Let's forget about the money for a sec, but, but, but let's assume, actually let's not, because that is a real variable. You burn all this money in a hole, right? The guy's not going to coach you anymore. He's still under contract. He's making money with his feet up in a vineyard. And you bring in another guy who's going to make the same amount of money. That's crazy. So you, what, what do you do? You think, okay, let's get another budget-friendly option. Let's try to do what – we've seen this before, by the way. It's called AC Milan. It's called the banter era. Yeah. They, would go for, they would go for young guys, relatively, right, young coaches who were inexperienced, who they could pay less for, and they experimented. And eventually, they kind of struck gold, but it took 10 years. So, you know, is that the path we're going down now? I don't know, but Sam, that's you, a real dilemma. Sam, that's a real you, dilemma you, you have to think of. And you're, you're youth – you think we're still we are in a banter era right now as Juve fans? I think it's going to be a tough few years. Yeah, I mean it's been a tough two. I think uh, I th you could see it getting worse. You could see it being more and more difficult over the next maybe two years, or at least this year and maybe next, to make top four. You know, are we really going to be going into the fucking rest of the season now expecting to win a Scudetto? I mean, look, it'll depend on how we're doing after the World Cup. It's crazy that that's a mid-season, but, you know, that used to be the Christmas break. So, you know, in 2023, we'll know whether or not we have a shot. We could still be undefeated, you know, right? And we could just nab wins here and there. The problem is that it's it's been increasingly laborious to do so, and it's not been, you know, it's not been especially convincing. There's right? a there's a video. So if we just, if we go out and if we, if we can go out on a limb here and assume that we're not going to be challenging for a title this year, what's the goal? Well, make top four. Okay, fine. Does it feel like it's a given? It doesn't to me. I think we should. Next year, likewise. But if that's what the goal is now, you're going to hit it sometimes. Sometimes you won't. The bar's lower. And, and you're only going to really shoot for higher when it feels right, when everything starts clicking. When Milan started playing better is when they started to shoot for higher goals, right? And it just happened by osmosis. They were just, they were just competing. Therefore, ergo, they, they, just, they had their sights set on something greater than just making the top four and making the Champions League and being competitive. No, they, they were among the best teams in the league. They hadn't lost for a number of months last year. Great, let's try to win the title. It felt like a reality. And until it feels like a reality, it won't, you know, we won't be close to that again. That's what I think. I think it's completely a, a product of how the team plays um, that it feels, whether it feels realistic or not. Well, you know, he, I'm just reading goals. Twitter and kind of going by quotes and stuff. So as of right now, the game ended about 40, 45 minutes ago or so. Uh, as of right now, Allegri still hasn't left the locker room. Also, what I'm seeing is this clip uh, circulating around Twitter where... Uh, Milik is talking to Di Maria, kind of passing by him, and Di Maria is like, I don't know why he subbed you. So there's definitely... I don't um, know why he subbed him either, to be fair. I know, I know. I mean, bring, we were bringing in a powerhouse like Moise Keane. Come on. I even posted... He almost scored. He, he almost... Ah, he, was he did it clumsily. It. Yeah. He did it clumsily. Speaking of all... No, but I, I know, <laughs> but, if he do, but if he does, what if he does? Then I like it. He's a genius. It's random. Yeah. It's stupid. He looks clumsy. Uh, Moise Keane's infuriating. That shouldn't go in. It was a lucky deflection. It, it hit the... But, but, but still. Come on. It, you know, it's... Maurice. It's not... He doesn't look crazy if that goes in. And then he's vindicated, and it's it, you know, yeah. and then we get another well, two weeks out of him well, because he of the good, you know, he, he has goodwill for another two weeks. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, the reactions are reactions are pretty bad. I mean, obviously, if you just click on hashtag Allegri out, it's 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 pretty bad. 
Um, Vlaovic, we, we, we mentioned that Vlaovic, despite of not getting the service he deserves, he should also be kind of battling for the ball. I feel like he did a lot more of it this time around. Uh, still still a point. Ability. Yes, he kind of tracked back. He would make maybe the the first attempt at a tackle, and, and that was about it, though. Again, how far back is he going to track? Is he going to do what Paolo yeah, Dybala did and, and, and come back into the midfield? He's not that guy, yeah, right? that's the other thing. Physically, you'd like to see him battling anywhere. You think he could win balls, but then he wins it, and then what? Well, he has nowhere to play to. He's the guy you have to play to, so it's a weird one. But then he's not um, played to anyway, so... I mean, he can almost just be a false nine track back, and maybe his wingers will show up. Who knows? Reverse the whole thing. It's it's crazy. Listen, man, Max Allegri, <laughs> Max Allegri's only had success. I was thinking about this, and I hate to be the formation guy, but Max Allegri's only really had success with Juve. I was thinking back, playing like two, effectively two formations, one of which was kind of inherited from Antonio Conte, and he did it for a short period of time, and he only reverted back to it periodically in what he felt were big Champions League matches, and that was the 3-5-2. But that was not the main formation that he played. It was always a 4-2-3-1, and he had Mario Mandzukic dropping back. Like... We have a different cast, yes. I almost feel like, listen, Max Allegri traditionally, back at Milan, used to do that same thing. It's how he seems to like to play. It's how his idea of football seems to be most successfully played out. We haven't played that way this year. I know we're only talking about like a little bit of nuance here, like one, you know, one midfielder that's a little bit deeper or higher. At the end of the day, these are very similar, right? They're both systems, 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1. They're both systems that have you know, four men at the back that have one center forward that have wingers, but perhaps the instruction is different. Perhaps, you know, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we need to revert back to what's worked in the past. Maybe he doesn't think it's going to work anymore. I, I don't know, but the personnel that he has, you don't know what goes on in his mind. That's the thing. I feel like we just kind of speculate based on what we see and, you know, he'll give us a fun quote after the game sometime, which is just delightful, right? People, you know, it'll get mistranslated. People lose their minds. You have fans, you know, don't speak English as a first language or, inter- or interpreting a translation into English from another guy in another language and everyone gets mad. I get that it's easy to, to, to get upset about, but we don't know what goes on in his mind. We don't know what ideas he even had success with in 2017. We don't. We think we do because we watched them play, but we don't know the level of detailed instruction that he gave and we don't know what goes on in the mind of somebody that actually coaches. We don't know what level of nuance there is. We don't know if he's like, okay, we don't have a guy in the midfield who's able to recuperate the ball and be physical. There could be a a number of factors that he thinks are required in order to play his style and maybe he feels that everything he's doing is a compromise. I don't know. He could get sacked tomorrow and he might feel that he wasn't given an opportunity to play the best way that he wants to. Maybe he's lost his mind. That's another <laughs> alternative. But the point is there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we don't know. And I almost feel that even directors who fire arbitrarily kind of just do it on the basis of the fact that they see what we see. I don't think they're getting a detailed analysis of how the team is supposed to play because they're not football guys. They're not guys who have studied the game, who have studied coaching, or who have played at a high level. So, you know, the only thing that might be an option here is to try to change something. Now, of course, that's what everyone wants, change something. We want change because we don't like what we're seeing. But what does that mean? What I mean is specifically, the the coach should probably say, we're scrapping what we're doing because it's not working. What he does, I don't know. You got to go for broke. Roll the dice. If it doesn't work, you got to accept that that may be the end of the line. If it does work, then great. You have to try something. You have to try to change something and assess. We're paying him 12 million euro a year to assess the fucking players he has, the competition that he has to face. Well, he did. How he thinks he's going to get the results. He's doing a 3-5-2 now the past couple games. And I did track it's 9 million a year. Um, So that's Mm. uh, a quick correction. Is that that dollars or or euros? Peanuts. Uh, I still have it up. But regardless, I mean, 
this 352, you can argue, yeah, he has changed something and it just hasn't worked. And it's 9 million euro. Mm. Still so, a lot. It's, you no, know, it's a lot. Still too much. Um, yeah, I wanted to, uh, what did I, what, I, it's so funny. We, we talked about Bonucci a lot. My favorite tweet of the day goes to uh, Dan, our friend Dan Colosimo. Uh, he posted a tweet saying, Bonucci going to Mario f- to beef because he was celebrating in front, of the f- in front of the UF fans. Also Bonucci, and he showed the picture when he scored against Juve in a Milan jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Bonucci was very, very upset. Well, he basically did the same thing. Um, he's, a, he's a fucking idiot. He's a, he's, yeah. he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's a man child. He's a... He's, he's a He's a paradox wrapped in in, in irony, and he's done it. He's done it all. You know, you know. I mean, just everything he's yeah. done is is counter. But is, is I wouldn't or counterintuitive. Like he did it all on the back of Chiellini. Yeah, absolutely. You could argue that. We could argue that. I mean, we're seeing it now, right? Oh, by himself, he's now. hopeless. Like Bremer does his job. Benucci does Benucci. It's not. Bremer. It's not like it used to be. You guys see that last minute? Oh, yeah. Well, just... he's unfortunately the last guy you want on that ball, yeah. which is too bad. You know, it, it really is. I thought it was Danilo for a second, and I was mad. I saw it was Bremen. I was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, yeah. right? Your center back, he, he cleared it. He did, you know, he did what trying. his muscle memory I mean, hey, knows to do. You know, he, he's not supposed that's, to score from there. It's a real there. shame. Um, a real, well, he is. Everyone kind of is. But you're like, well, that's going to happen. He's going to miss that. He's, you know, he's a center back who, who doesn't ever practice finishing and isn't Sam pro football making millions of euro a year because he's a good finisher. That's it's just too bad. But again, like it's just one of those tragic games. It's one of those games where, like the like last week, where at the end of the match you're hoping the ball longs, hoping for a prayer with ten seconds left, and it never works out. And that's not a position you need to be in. Not it's not how that's not how big teams win. That's not how that's not how well run teams play. They 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 cruise in and they they kill games off when they have to, and they do it with an assuredness that we have not known for a number of years uh somebody mentioned the penalty record i don't remember but i think they said it was third penalty in the last three games or so it's you know that's yeah that's we have a, had a string of them that's been a factor that's been a factor unfortunately yeah. this one i mean today what do you do it was just happenstance there you couldn't have changed anything there he just was I mean, getting you, up and stepped on him what what's what's going to happen is the the really really diehard fans, the fans that are used to the abuse, will keep watching. But you already saw what happened at the stadium today. Agnelli, as a president, uh, can't be happy about the profits or lack of. If you saw the empty seats, the first thing that everybody mentioned, whether it's a uh, neutral fan or or a Juve fans, like this is a Champions League night. You see all these white seats. It doesn't help that our stadium has white seats. If there's someone missing, you you're gonna notice. Uh, yeah, as far as Hopefully, hopefully, Juve losing money is what's going to happen. It's, it's what's going to, you know, kind of spur Anneli on because that's, that's his thing, right? Well, it's, it's, we could ask Kevin about this, but I wonder what the vibe is like because it seems like there's a bit of a, 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 you know, a lack of the same luster it seems, that there's been in years past. It almost seemed like it was good at first because uh, he signed a couple of videos. He put the shorts up. It looked like it was pretty decent. But obviously, as the game yeah. went on, and just for reference, I, I don't know what year it was. It's the old uh, the old logo we had. But my background is the stadiums of the Juventus. Uh, it, or sorry, it's the, the fans. It's the seats with the Juventus Stadium. And it's completely packed. And that was not the case tonight. Yeah. 
So, I mean, just, I mean, we, we really <laughs> never really. Kevin's our man in uh, Turin, by the way, for reference. Do we know? Has Kevin been on the pod? Thank you. No, yeah, no not yet. We, 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 we've, got, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of people who should be. On, you should be on the YouTube show. Um, but yeah, Kevin is our guy in Turin. He's, he's got. I was on the first one. Yeah, then I was away. But but okay. So Kevin from YouTube, who you guys will know, you check out the YouTube channel. Yeah, whatever. So he's in Turin, season ticket holder. For context, we we should ask him. I'm curious. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like there's the same amount of excitement like collectively around the team. Yeah, I mean, I, how, how I many? You know, listen, I, listen. Can I can I give you my, my personal only if it's my personal only if experience? It's short, we gotta go. I don't think I've cared about a result. I don't think I've gotten. I don't think I've felt the level of of, of intense emotion uh, that I felt on Sunday after the Salernitana robbery in years. For perspective. Mm -hmm. So I'm a guy with a Juve tattoo who's on this podcast, who has another podcast, who talks about football. And I try to sneak in Juve talk whenever I can. And I grew up watching them. And I've been indifferent for so long now. And for the first time in years, I felt something. For the first time in maybe two years, I felt something really strong. I didn't feel a sense of indifference after the Salernitana game. Are there other fans that are with me? I don't know. Maybe they're not listening to this podcast because maybe they've checked out. And they're kind of a little indifferent too right now. But... That seems to be like a collective thing that I'm picking up on. Yeah, this it's kind of like an acceptance. Well, of this I don't know if you were. Fatigue. I don't know if you were on the podcast, but yet I don't know if you hopped on yet. But I was saying, last 20 minutes, I was telling Dave, last 20 minutes, there may have been a goal, but like I kind of turned down the sound and I started preparing for the podcast because, you know, there there there's some teams that you watch, you know, Real Madrid, if they're down two goals, three goals, or whatever you know it's possible and you kind of as a neutral you're really jealous of that team of those teams that are always dangerous until the last minute we're just not it we we you know juventus off 2022 has become a team that you know those legends those legends are behind them but in reality we're a name now we're a yeah name. yeah going down to 2-0 two, at home to salernitana normal we got allegri as a coach uh, so, like I was saying over the weekend, it's you, you hire a coach whose, whose players will be afraid to come back to the locker room after they gave up uh, whatever lead or they lost to Salernitana. That's the coach you need. You need a coach who will be standing there, just steam coming out of his ears. And I feel like Allegri, with his uh, quote-unquote approach, this this very... What, what's the word? Pragmatic approach. I feel like it's not right for today's game. Whatever that means anymore. I don't even know what that, what that <laughs> exactly, means anymore. Exactly. It's, it's like we got used to the shitty attitude. And I said it a lot last year on the pod. Mm -hmm. Pragmatism. We miss that pragmatism. I said it, but I don't even, you know, what that is now, what, that, what I'm supposed to expect. I, does anyone fucking know? Yeah. That's just Anyways, a word. Uh, boys. Come on. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there will be news coming out, but... Last minute or so, give us your Dave. You 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 didn't, you couldn't get a word uh, a word edgewise. Is there? Oh anything? no, that's cool. Is I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna get my words in tomorrow. Let's give him a freaking vacation. Let's give him a vacation. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. You just got yours. Always. I need mine. He's been working hard no, on no. the YouTube. It's man. fun. It's fun. I love it. God, he's he's got to come up with stuff to say. Uh, you know, and look pretty while he's doing it. Yeah, I got to powder my nose and everything beforehand. Uh, so today today is actually. Uh, it's yeah, nice. like Elvira. Yeah, powder your nose. That's a great yeah. yeah. Story. But yeah. right now I'm off camera. I love it. I'm just I'm just my normal bum self. So it's great. But uh, tomorrow I'll be all powdered up again uh, with Dash. I guess by the time you're hearing this, so Thursday 
Um, that's when we're going live before 30 Eastern. That's 1030 Central European time. After these hard matches, yeah, me and Dash, we'll, we'll try to keep it light, keep it fun. Uh, still good over the point. Get over the main points, of course, but we'll have fun with it. So if you just need to get a load off, join the live, and yeah, we'll have a good time. Dash, Dash knows his stuff, man. Uh, his his oh, yeah. tactical breakdown is really fun to watch, to listen to. Um, Sam? Dave will be coming out of the gates of hell tomorrow, having powdered his nose <laughs> before the pod. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to have powdered his nose very thoroughly. <laughs> you should never say that again. Okay. Straight. Never say I powder my nose again. No, no. Obviously, it was a figure it of speech. Just reminds but, people you know. of, it reminds people <laughs> of Elvira in Scarface. Oh, oh I missed Sharon that reference. Stone. Okay. Yeah. In uh, Casino. Do not powder your nose. Do not powder your nose in the public sphere. That's, that's what Sam chose to be his last words of the podcast. All right, boys and girls. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> keep your nose clean. That's right. Yeah. Keep your nose clean. Uh, man, it's... it's, it's it's interesting. It's it will be interesting to see. This was actually a reaction to the actual game, but I don't I don't know if there will be any fallout afterwards. But um, hopefully, this gave you guys a chance to kind of reflect on the game. And if if you're suffering as a UF fan, we're we're here with you. Uh, we're we're. It's gonna go one of two ways. We make it out of the group, and it's heroic, and we remember this for a very long time. Or this is just the day that you know football died at Juventus. Yeah, you know, or this is the year that you the football died at Juve, and we fucking go out in last place or in third place of a group that we really could have had a chance of, uh, you know, making it out of. <laughs> right? It's one of those two things. It's binary. We have to remember that we could still get out of this. It's it's too early to make a, a you know. I like it. I like that sweeping a sweeping statement. I like <laughs> that. Sam is staying optimistic. There's a dog in there. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, the wife's home. That's so, what that means. Thanks. Thank, thanks so much for hopping on on the podcast so quickly. Uh, we'll see what happens, guys. 2-1 against Benfica at home, unfortunately. Second game of the Champions League. Ah, Forza Juve, baby. Forza Juve. Gotta stay positive. Forza Juve.